Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Steve Spotlight uh, and someone else. And this is the proprietor, the pr proprietor of Steve Spotlight. You know, you can think of me as the guy shining the spotlight, you know, like a like a barman. You know, a barman is always shining up the making the bar real shiny when you're, you're coming up, you're you're hustling up to the bar to be like, hey, barman, give me some of that whatever you're serving. And it turns out I'm serving some spotlight on someone else. Uh, in their face, in their bright, shiny eyes, turn around, bright eyes, Bonnie Tyler. I thought I was going to be late, but I'm on time. I'm here a little bit early. Greetings, greetings to you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, bartender, that's cool. You always want to be friends with them. Uh, it's nice when you uh, they know what you want and they just give it to you right away and you don't have to say anything. Um, and then they're just like, so then you can get right to the chit chat, you guys. And that's 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 what it's all about. You can talk to them and be like, hey, 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 I want to tell you about my life, friend. You don't have to be friends with a bartender. That's silly. But if you want to be, that's fine. Uh, let's see. But you can call them friend if you'd like. You can make friends with people at the bar. You can make people's friends not at the bar. You don't have to drink. You know, I haven't I don't I, I don't drink very often. You know, you don't, don't need to do that. Uh, spotlight on someone else coming at you. Oh, today we have Johnny Mac coming coming at you. He was on my Star Wars team, um, so he hasn't done Ooze Bear ever before. So I was talking to him on Discord, and I am on Discord, and we'll see when he comes by or if he needs to send me a message about, oh, how do I log on or something like that. Let's see here. So uh, that's, that's where I'm at, you guys. You know, I'm just waiting. Oh, look, and here he is. So hello there, Johnny Mac. You got to uh, click on the microphone button that's at the top of this chat zone. And then you'll be able to talk. Uh -huh. that. Hello. Hey, dude, how's it going? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I was just telling people. <laughs> some there's people who listen to this, by the way. I don't know that it's more Whoa. than a handful. Good job. I know. I'm amazed. Um, often I'm someone who's listening to other people's podcasts. But that's okay. <laughs> so yeah, I was just saying that how we know each other. You're on. We were on the Star Wars. We were, I use the past tense. I'm using past tense. That's sad. I think that's the safe bet, unfortunately. Yeah, I think that's what's going on there. But we had fun I mean, doing was, that for a while. It, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to organize that many people from that far apart. And now that COVID's over, it's, uh, you know, things are falling apart again. They're, they're re-localizing. Re yeah. I guess so. Um, where I, I, for, I, you of course yeah. reminded me that you're in a different time zone. Are you in like San Francisco? No, that's I, not right. I tell people San Francisco. Technically, I'm in South San Francisco, which is a completely different city. There are in fact cities in between me and San Francisco, but it's basically oh. San Francisco. Right, right. You know, West Chicago is a city in Illinois, and it is really far away from Chicago. Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where. I, that's yeah. That's where I. I grew up near West Chicago. Um, Did you do improv in Chicago growing up? No, no, I didn't do improv until I moved out here to Denver, which was like mm. eight, eight or 10 years ago or something like that. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, like, I think it's yeah. like four years ago after college in Santa Barbara of all places. Hmm. 
Cool. Yeah. I, I, I mean, um, I've been, so I've like, I, when I go visit my mom, like I've, you know, and I have time to kill, I've done, um, you know, kind of like drop in improv stuff in Chicago. There's definitely like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, there's, there's definitely a lot of stuff to do there as far as improv. They just have more theaters and stuff totally. than, um, than Denver does. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Denver, Denver has like two or three theaters, but anyway, so cool. <laughs> so what are you doing with it with improv wise? Uh, like with your life now, you think you doing anything yeah, like that? Everything, everything's in flux. I don't know. Um, the, the, the first like in-person community events are just being scheduled for the next like month or two. So I'm going to like go to these, see who's actually coming back. Um, I have, I have a, something I'd, re- I'd really like to happen but I don't know if I have the drive to make it happen of forming and performing as a team that does a deconstruction format of improv. Cause I really like the decon, but it's hard to find people who also want to do the decon and hard to find a coach for the decon. Yeah. At least up here. Right. Uh, I know, I've know I've read that one on the improv wiki, what that one is. Um, so, uh, but I, yeah, I remember it's like, it's abstract or something like that. It's a little bit it's different. Very, uh, it's very structured. Like it's more structured than a Herald probably. Uh, it is. I, well, go I, ahead. Think, yeah. I think it, uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's about the same. I don't know. I mean, it's all just guidelines at the end of the day. Like you can, you know, completely break it. But I guess like the important things are you have this two person scene that you keep coming back to throughout the show. And it's a very grounded scene. Like you're not like, in general, you know, you don't play improv for laughs per se, but particularly in this scene, you're not playing improv for laughs. Will it get laughs? Of course. But you're, mm-hmm. you're just trying to play it as a, almost like you, you're not even in character most of the time. Like half the time you do these scenes, you're just playing yourself, telling a true story. And so you open with one of these two-person scenes. And then you go into two um, just very abstract uh, scenes where like uh, where you basically... Each of these scenes is supposed to pick one of the two people in the first scene and just exaggerate some feature of them. That way, when they come back in the fourth scene, they can do more of it. The, like the example, like the decon workshop teacher, Brian O'Connell, I had gives is if the first scene is like painting, like, oh, here's a picture of a house. It's got blue walls. Here's the green grass and the, the red sun. And you're like, oh, that red sun, that's great. This scene, it's just red. It's just really obvious. Like, you're just like, if, 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 you're making, if you want the person to say the word like, uh, uh, Pischetti more then just go out mm. there for 30 seconds and go Pischetti, uh, uh, mm. Pischetti. And just like, just do that. And no, it's not even really a scene. And then, so you kind of just do that. And then it gets more cynic where you have more Herald stuff where you have like three, um, like straight absurd scenes and you have like a run of just kind of pure chaos. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it seems to work pretty well as it has, it has uh, a bit of, it, uh, like meaning to it, I guess it's, 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 it's closer to theater than a lot of other um, improv I do, I think because it's more structured. Oh, yeah. I don't know, that's kind it, of a, a word vomit. <laughs> yes. It, it, well, it does look, it, uh, I don't think I grasped it all for sure, but yeah, it does look like a, uh, more of a structure. I, I must've been thinking of something else, but anyway, uh, awesome. Um, what we're probably going to do is I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but we, we, I usually just, we just chat for like 25 minutes and then we'll, we'll okay. revise for like 35. So like for an hour, cool. and I we do have no someone idea here. what the format was. Yeah. <laughs> we have someone here. We have pod. He is here listening and I'm going to, Hey, like, Hey pod. Um, what this is, is, is I, this is Steve. And you know, I, I improvise with one person during this time. 
So you're welcome to listen, but we're we're going to ignore you, buddy. <laughs> um, as far as t chatting with you, but we're glad that you're here and you can totally listen. Um, uh, Pod Pod is someone who is from this website, and I've improvised with them before. So, but right. uh, uh, yeah, um, what was I going to say? There's also someone um, from this website, Derek. Derek is someone who lives in San Francisco. I wanted to mention to that to you, but that's irrelevant Ooh. now. <laughs> we, kind of moved, we kind of moved on. Um, <laughs> well, I should well, we, and him, well, me and him um, do like the the Herald. We do like a Herald every Sunday um, on this oh, website cool. at like whatever one Mountain Time. If you're interested in that, but I'll tell you, you can you can figure that out if you want. Um, but anyway, what I usually like, I'll, I'll ask you this. So. Uh, for what, when you're in a scene, well, like, what are you, what is, what are you trying to do? You as the, as the improviser, when you're mm. just improvising, what, what is, you know, not your character's goal, but what's your yeah. goal? What are you trying to do? That is a good question. And I feel like I've, since COVID has started, I've taken a greater variety of like workshops and stuff than I have before. So I have a lot of like more theory in my head that I did previously that I haven't tried out that I want to try out. So like, like if I come at it from kind of like a, a clown uh, perspective, I want to be uh, like visually compelling. Like I just want whatever I do to be like interesting because I I'm doing it with such great intent. Um, but like, if I'm coming at it from more of a, like my old way of doing, it, I guess like a more traditional improviser way where I'm trying to, um, I'm using words more, I guess, then I'm, I'm definitely trying to make my partner look good. I'm just, I just want to, yes, and, right? I don't, like, my, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified of accidentally denying somebody um, uh, all while trying to listen. Um, yeah. so I don't know if that answers your question, but, you know, you know general, <laughs> trying to do all the things at once, spin all the plates. <laughs> no, that sounds good. We're going to be, do, we're, of course, just doing audio right now. So, right. The, I mean, I don't know, unless you're thinking about that, uh, the visual way, like, because even though we're talking, like, certainly there can be things in the scene and items and you could create visual, like you, could, you have to describe them though, I guess. Yeah. And it can also definitely just be the way I say something because right now, uh, and in general, I tend to just talk very quickly. And so slowing down and just saying things with intent and not worrying about the audience necessarily getting impatient with a thing uh, yeah. is valuable. Yeah. I totally talk very quickly too. Uh, <laughs> and I think some, and sometimes I think that's helpful and sometimes it's not. Um, I think it depends. Yeah, double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, so let's let's think about slowing down. I did want to ask also, mm. and when people bring this up, they say they they want to make their partner look good. I ask what that means. Also, what does that mean? Yeah, I interpret it as um, making it like responding to the thing that they said in a way that turns it or. Uh, so, so I guess let me step back a little more. When people say things, right, they, uh, there mm. are no mistakes in improv. There are only gifts. And so I really mm. want to highlight that as the, like, the, the, probably the funniest, but just, like, the best gift it, it could possibly be construed as. You know, like, if someone yeah. says, like, oh, hey, I, uh, I brought you this. It's a handful of raw spaghetti. I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, thank, this is the perfect gift. Like, just make it, see, like, build this world around it that, Make yeah. it seem like they were a genius for for because they created that world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yes. If I had to like like what the verbs are that I'm doing most of the time, it would be listening and then responding would be 
the immediate like um you know yeah. thing that i'm doing um so i want there's something that they're saying the partner is saying or give or you know doing or whatever you know that that in my next thing that i am saying or doing that it is a like specifically responding to something they just did um because yeah. i mean i i want what i i think that maybe what you mean by turning it i want what i'm saying to be a affected by what they are doing or saying right away definitely yes uh yeah, you, oh, yeah. i i that's what I do as well. I definitely, I listen and respond immediately and I'm, I'm trying to get better at, uh, at doing that more passively because sometimes I'm so focused on the now, which I think is what you should be doing, but I'm, I'm so focused on it that I can uh, miss a game sometimes. Hmm. Like, Oh, there's a pattern here. I just didn't notice because as soon as the things in the past, I'm just focusing on the now again. <laughs> it's a, to my detriment. I find um, what I'm going to like, sometimes it's like, okay, like they they've said they've said something that i def like i can you know sometimes the game is playing the pattern it's like like sometimes i'm like mm -hmm. first of all the pattern was right here but also i need to respond to what so i need to say like two things you know and um <laughs> yeah yeah almost being obvious about it like i'm like just real quick i want to say this but also like just to make it an emphasis i'm saying <laughs> two things to you and just to you know one of them because I, I know for a fact they have to throw one of the things away if you say like if you give them too much like yeah. you can only respond to one thing yeah that's a good point yeah. oftentimes i think the way to to try and dovetail those together is uh at least for me if i'm if i'm when i'm being lazy and by lazy i mean efficient i just kind of naturally respond to the emotion of what they said like almost mm. if the words don't matter it's like oh you let's just say you sound angry and i was like oh they did sound angry <laughs> you know like, yeah. or whatever yeah that's what i also like i yeah I, I I think a completely good reaction or whatever is just to like entirely respond emotionally, because um, yeah. that gives you time to collect yourself. I think because you could you can almost do that and still think in a way. Um, yeah, and I think that's also probably helpful for the partner too because they're that also helps them kind of reset and kind of, or, or, or whatever because you're giving them you're almost giving them nothing. Well, I don't want to say that, but mm. they're able to perhaps more be concrete about whatever they did or it's really giving it back to them i think if you do that yeah like kind of I, I think emotion also helps to generally give things stakes and like heighten oh, yeah. naturally yeah it's something uh, i struggle stake, with because yeah. I, I i'm very stoic normally like i mm -hmm. uh in high school i was very strict about keeping like a poker face like don't show weakness kind of a thing and now that i'm more of a performer it's like i need to like actually develop uh like a reflex to show an emotion because like my, I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be perceived as judgy. It's like, no, it's fine. Like in, in an improv scene, just you want to be judgy. Like is it good as a bad react kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I think just the uh, going, you know, if you have no idea what to do, like just picking an emotion and just being like, why, why am I doing that is a great way. And like you said, like stakes or heightening can also just, yeah. they can just be that the thing can be important all of a sudden for, for, and you can figure <laughs> out why. You know, if you just treat it important, yeah. and you just, it's gonna, it's probably gonna be justified by the partner. I think. Um, I just took you, a pretty you, good you workshop it. about character. She was talking about um, like the four different things that a character can be founded in, and like the number one thing is like emotion. And she said like the the pithy takeaway that I liked a lot was characters don't learn lessons; they learn game. Like if your character is sad, they are never 
going to not be sad in that scene. Like they should just react to everything sadly. They are the sad character. Nothing you can do can make them happy or vice versa. Um, and I think that makes it really easy to do a scene. They're like, okay, whatever they say, I'm just going to react this way emotionally because I've picked it. Yeah. Or hmm. for the first one and then stick with it. I don't know. That kind of thing. It is, it is interesting almost like if you do pick sad, like you're good. It's like pro- maybe, maybe they're going to try to cheer you up. I don't know. That, <laughs> what I'm saying means nothing now. Looks like they've got two choices. They can try to cheer you up or they can make it worse. Those are the two options. Um, and both work. Yeah. Yep. I think, yeah. The, yeah, the thing is, is to, like, yeah, I would say just abstractly, just keep heightening what you're doing in that scene. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not I saying don't want to get, do yeah. this for every, every time you do improv, pick oh, no. an emotion and do that. I'm just saying that's one way to do a character-driven scene is an emotion-based oh, yeah. character. Oh, I totally, yeah. Uh, I did yeah, a whole yeah. uh, improvised play where um, uh, we would let the audience pick uh, which emotion each character was based off of. We had like a, like a list of like 200 or 100 emotions, whatever it was, and they just give us like a number. Like, okay, you are adventurous. You are, you know, um, surprised or whatever. Just these, that, was, that was fun to do for like a mono scene, basically. Hmm. That, yeah. Some emotions are more fun than others, for sure. <laughs> it's like, oh, great, I get to be... Uh, um, what was the one like a liar? Uh, it wasn't liar, but it was like something like something adjective that describe a liar. It's like that's so hard to do in improv because yeah. everyone was just yes anding. It's like no, I'm telling lies. You can't just yes and my lies. But they, uh, I mean, it makes sense. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Deceitful. Deceitful might have been the word, yeah, or yeah, solicitous uh, yeah. or something. I don't know. I don't remember how Solic- deep into the dictionary we went for this list. Yeah, I don't know what solicitous means. I remember using that word uh, wrong. I heard this for hello. Prevaricate. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Like solicitations. Solicitations. Uh, I know what a solicitor is, <laughs> and you're not allowed to knock on the door if you're one sometimes. Mm. Also, solicitors can be lawyers, right? If you're in the UK. Yes. Yes. A barrister. That might be something different, <laughs> but close. Is that the judge? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh you need to know this in case you ever end up in a which happens. You end up in a British you end up in a British court <laughs> in an improv scene. I'm pretty sure I've had that happen to me before. It's okay. Uh, I'll, uh my my accent or my lack of a good consistent accent already like invalidates any confidence people have in my knowledge of British um tribunal systems. I don't want to ask all four but is one of the is voice one of the character? You said emotion is one. Is, is, oh, you have it written down. I do. I took sh- good notes. Yeah, I'm sure I've it seen might have a been. List. I'm pretty sure voice was one. Yeah, but it's one of those things. Like it's like every time I take a different sketch class, they're like these are the five to six kinds of sketches, and every yeah. class has a different list. <laughs> so this class's list on character was emotion, point of view, costume, and physicality. Hmm. Uh, I think I'd, I'd include voice maybe as a subset of physicality. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Because that's a way to do it, too. Characters. Costume's not one I, I'd care to learn more about because it's so obvious, I guess. Like, yeah, the costume, it's also physical. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's an improv. What do they mean by costume? Was that, that was an improv class yeah. you were saying, right? I think, yeah. Uh, they were talking, I think, about um, object work costume. Like, if your character is wearing, like, uh, a, a fox scarf, like stroke it and that kind of stuff. 
Or even uh, you could just have like a bucket of stuff off to the side, I guess. He wanted to have random like, glasses or hats or something. Oh. oh. We touched on that mm. one the least in the workshop, uh, for yeah. sure. Because it was a two-day workshop, and we spent, ideally, you'd spend a quarter of, the, of, of a day on each thing. And I think we spent like half an hour on, on costume. I never think about <laughs> like what the characters are wearing in an improv scene. Yeah, I, my personal space object work is limited to like mustache twirling. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah. maybe a cane. I don't know. I, I mean, the, the costume, like, yeah, it almost would have to come up like it would. It would have to be a thing that's in the scene. It'd have to be like relevant, you know. But I'm not. I wouldn't necessarily be like. This is what this character's wearing. Yeah. Oh no. Like. Oh. oh I thought if you're uh, if you're an old timey Southern lawyer, you 100% have to put your thumbs in your suspenders. It's like the law. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's good. That's the one example. <laughs> I could. I know. I'm. I know. When I'm a female, I never switch my dress around. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, putting on a tie. <laughs> Being a businessman. I've definitely like cleaned my glasses, like taken them off and wiped them, my my fake glasses and put them back on. Ah, you don't wear glasses though, right? I don't, and you do. So (laughs) you could pretend to take your glasses off. Yeah, I'd feel like, uh, because yeah, I don't know, because my well, I think the general thing with everything should be space work right like if your shirt Ideally, in the scene yeah, yeah like your shirt in the scene is not your shirt you're wearing right so if, no. if you're doing something with your, with your you space work with your shirt um and i think i don't i i feel like i have done i have taken my glasses off fake f- space work glasses okay um and i'm not sure it can was conveyed because <laughs> they were probably like what are you doing why don't you just take your real glasses yeah. You don't want to be taking your cell phone out and using that as the actual cell phone. We no. all know this. I remember a person in class did that once in my earliest classes ever, and the teacher got very mad at them. <laughs> Whoa. Very mad at the phone reaction. Woo. That's un- improv teacher like. I don't know. Yeah, like we, never, like we never do all physical hippies. things. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm, sh- I'm sure out in South San Francisco, your, degrada- your degrees of hippies, it's just all a. It's all a you know, I don't know what I'm saying. It's um, the full spectrum. Nobody, yeah, everyone, spectrum. Everyone's a hippie. It's just how much and in what way about which thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so your guy being mad was was hippie was hippie mad. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Man, yeah. when you when you when you take out your phone, it prevents your partners from doing things like smashing your phone. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point. Exactly. You can't do anything with it. You can't. Yeah. Even taking yeah. the phone at that point is just weird because I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you, you can't have to mime it and hope that the <laughs> audience followed. I guess <laughs> it'd be weird. But uh, yeah, because you just turned something into space work, which is weird. Yeah, uh, hmm. yeah. Space work. Hmm. I feel like space work is not something I'm particularly picky about, uh, but it is probably the thing I notice being uh, like denied the most, or at least not yes ended the most. Yeah. Well, you, I'm, I'm like a lot, like, cause sometimes it's a little bit of a guess if they're not, I mean, you know, sure. I, I, probably, I, mean, I just mean like, like yeah. obvious stuff, like walking through tables or like, uh, oh, yeah. I think the most egregious example I saw was like this couple, um, they were very clearly like, I think they, like 
they verbally, they say label like, Hey, here we are in a hot air balloon. And then someone did like a walk on and like, what are you doing? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, are you in a jet? I think they put him in a jet pack at the end of the day, but he was like, he didn't like at the end. He's like, what was that about? Like, yeah, they were in the sky. He's like, Oh, hmm. okay. <laughs> nah, man, paying attention on the back. It's, it's hilarious. Pay, yeah. Yeah. Paying attention like, on the back line. That's hard. <laughs> that's hard to do. That's uh, true. I I remember just uh, I part of the reason I started focusing a little bit on object work at one point in time was I played with a group of people who were we were we were all very new at improv and they were particularly um, uh, like shy about being on stage by themselves. So I remember the person next to me is empty stage. The person next to me walked out and I was like, oh, I don't, I'll, I'll go up. So I walked out there with them. I was slightly behind them. They didn't see me. So they pointed across the stage to the people on the other side and they like gestured, hey, join me on stage, join me on stage. Uh, so the other person who could see me is like, uh, and they come out and they start a scene. And so I just start like mopping the floor or whatever it is. And I'm like, the, the more uh, like, the more interesting I can make this floor mopping, the more I'm contributing to the scene. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. I don't know what my goal really was, but like uh, it gives you something to do, I guess, which you're not oh, talking, yeah. which uh, is useful. I wonder how that looks. I've, I've like definitely been in that position where it's like there's this two people of kind of they're doing their scene, but you're like sort of there, and you don't yeah. really need to be there. And yeah, yeah. I, mean, I I would go into space work. I don't know what that. I, 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 I think it's fine. You know, you know what? I agree. Because you're like, especially if you're committed to the space work, you know? Yeah. It's definitely. It, there's there's a lot of ways it can go. I think, I mean, obviously you could just like fold up your newspaper and like leave the scene. You could find some way, but I think staying there and doing something gives the, gives like, like if, if, it, if the scene goes on for like two minutes and then just go, Hey, what's that guy doing? I think it's a hilarious edit point yeah. <laughs> this whole time. You didn't pay attention to this guy in the corner. And then like, similarly, uh, this is an anecdote of an anecdote. But I remember hearing about a scene that was five people and they were like two, two people were in pairs and they're like, they're doing a good job of like, like these two people would talk and then there'd be a lull and the other two people would pick up a talk. And there's this one guy in the middle in a chair and he's just like miming cleaning a gun and they timed out <laughs> the conversation such that like you just keep trying to like kill himself and it wouldn't work and so you just go back oh. to like cleaning the gun and like he was like stealing the whole scene even though he's doing like no talking and it was great ah yeah that's suicide jokes are tight <laughs> yeah. well that's pr- well i was gonna say stealing the scene with space work is probably probably a goal for anyone who's seriously doing space work <laughs> that's true i mean obviously you don't want to i think it's, it's it's cooperative stealing i don't know what i you know what i mean like it's still not like hogging the scene but you're like i'm i'm contributing there are clearly people yeah. who are watching me even though i'm not talking kind of like you gotta justify or not justify but it's like, like hey. the beginning i guess being, being intentional and riveting i yeah i think if you <laughs> If you get the the everyone's attention with your space work, you didn't steal the scene. That's just entirely mm. you, you deserve the attention at that point. You did That's something probably right. Probably fair. Yeah, 
unless you're jumping in front of, you know, I don't, you know, of course. (laughs) One of my friends just made a joke about, it's like every improv podcast ever, the guest will ask, the host will get like, hey, what's the, what's the best improv scene you've ever seen? And the the guest always tells a story about how they one time saw like somebody play as an old lady and they folded laundry for 15 minutes. Like, oh, you can hear a pin drop. It was the best thing I ever saw. (laughs) Just like everyone has that story of some like purely physical scene. (laughs) Yeah. That, that was posted as a tweet on our Discord oh, okay. over here. <laughs> so I'm familiar. But yeah, Wait, do you totally. Know who posted I, it? The person who I first saw post it was oh, uh, Chad Damiani. Uh, famous, not famous, but I mean, very famous. He's a prominent clown in the LA area. I don't know. If he, if maybe he reposted it and I just assumed it was his original post, or it's totally possible he stole it. It is Chad Damiani. Okay. And it's, yeah, all credit goes to Chad for that hilarious observation about the <laughs> tropes of <laughs> improv podcasts. You know that guy? He's my, I take class. I, I just came straight from a clown class with him into this. Oh, huh. That's interesting. So the person who posted that lives in Phoenix, Arizona. So I wonder if, if Chris reposted it, I should say. I wonder if they know. I wonder if he mm. knows exactly who, who that person is. That's interesting, though. Uh, cool. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, you know what? I, yeah, well, I, I can see that you're a little, I mean, this is a job interview. I don't, I mean, I can yawn, you know, I don't know that that's, that's a good, that's a good impression for me. If you're, if you're yawning. I'm I'm just trying to get more oxygen in in I'm I'm, oh. I'm running all pistons firing I'm just it's intense okay. I just want to be focused you know? I don't want to be falling asleep I do want to say you did do a good job with the pistons over here because I was I mean you know when you first came in they were making that high, that's those squeaking noises but now they're just yeah, they are. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, you can't hear them. We're just, we're just, we can have a conversation so, now, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I grew up around pistons. My dad was a piston man. Uh, hmm. I was a piston boy. And, you know, they're kind of my heritage. Really? That's, that, that, you know, yeah. That makes me feel like you're, you're going to fit in well here. Um, I was looking at your resume and mm-hmm. it, it, uh, you know, this is the same resume as the guy who was just, he was just in here. His, his name was Malty, but he was, you know, he, this is like, oh. this, this resume has been given to me before. Wow. That guy stole my resume. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, all I know is that there's, there's two people with this resume now. Did he say his name was Malty or did the resume he give you uh, have Malty on it? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one running the investigation here, but uh, I'm sorry. I just, I, I've, I'm I'm the victim here. I've had my identity okay. stolen. Yeah. I, hey, hey. I I understand that, but I gotta be like impartial. I feel like if I if I gave uh, that information to you, it might compromise the investigation. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I did, did he leave? Like you can give me his address, right? He left like a way to contact him. I mean, there. Uh, I, I mean, I, I could do, I, I could do, I could do that. I mean, but you know, I feel like, you know, 
should I be doing that? I mean, I don't want, you don't want me giving away information when you're applying, when, you know, people are applying for a job, you know, that sounds, that sounds kind of scummy for me. I mean, it feels like somebody already took all my information. Maybe. I don't know if it's through this job or, or, or through other means, but I'm not going to, I don't want to point finger. I just, I want to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Well, it's, um, right. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, this is, could be, you could be the, the main victim here. I could be also be a victim. I'm, I'm certainly a victim. Like, right. I mean, we all want to recognize that first. I am definitely a victim here. I, let me be the first to say, I don't want to deny you your victimhood. Oh, we're, yeah. We're, we were all bamboozling all around. You think? You think, what, theoretically, you think Malty is a victim? Well, he's probably a victim of society or, or I mean, oh. uh, his own maybe like lack of self-worth. Like if, mm. if he was a little more confident, he or she was a little more confident, he, could, he or she could have submitted their own resume. You know, I just kind of feel like you, you, you really like immediately kind of jumped into the, uh, into the headspace of someone who would steal a resume, you know? It seemed like you had, you had a lot of, you were able to just articulate well what might be going on there. Well, it's, it's a bit like people, you know, they're like pistons where hmm. uh, you, you got the, the piston part <laughs> and you have the, the outer piston part. And I'm just, I'm definitely an inner piston part guy. I'm just hmm. going in and out of outer piston parts all the time. It's like, uh, huh. like changing. Ah. Kind of. So you're saying like your point of view is being jammed into other people's skulls all the time. Yeah, I, I think I I see it almost the other way around, where the the skull goes around the piston, but uh, you could you could oh. probably articulate it either either way. Okay, I've th- there's a couple of metaphors <laughs> being <laughs> being being uh, you know being th- we're thrusting in and out of multiple metaphors. I feel like right now it's kind of uh, yeah. complicating the issue. I don't. I don't want to curse on a, in a job interview, but I mean, I, I, I oh. got it. It's um, it's definitely this is a, a skull fucky situation. Ooh, ooh. Hey, no worries there. You know, in, in I mean, in fact, in fact, when I saw the yeah, when I saw these two resumes, I was definitely thinking this is pretty skull fucky right here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 you know, I'm not even mad at this person anymore. Like after talking to you, I just want to help them really. Oh, okay. But, but, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, I, 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 my, my secretary looks like they're indicating that Malty's coming on in here. Uh, oh. let's bring, yeah. Are, are you, are you, I mean, are you ready for, I want to make sure you're okay with it. I know because <laughs> you're, like, you're <laughs> potentially one of the victims. Were you yawning yawn, again? Get more oxygen. I was getting more okay, oxygen. Gotta, you know, gotta run yeah. pure O2. Right. You want you do okay. want that oxygen to be pumping in and out of your body, much like a piston. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The best the best explosions happen with uh, pure oxygen. Oh, hey, uh, hey, guys! I think I, I might have left my uh, my resume in here. I just wanted to uh, take it. Hey, Can I see hey, your ID? Hey there, Malty. Oh. Oh, you're getting you're gonna you're gonna run the investigation again. You know what? You oh, need to sorry. know what you're doing, actually. Go ahead. I feel pretty good about it now. I was having, I was, Thank look, you. listen, guys, I want to let you know when I'm in here all day and you're doing job interviews, sometimes the power gets to your head. And I just want to po- apologize to both of you, the two people I've talked to today about that. 
Well, that, that's, that's really good to hear. You know, I've, I left my last job because of my manager, you don't quit your job, you quit your manager. Right. And they were uh, super power hungry and not self-aware and you seem to be neither of those things. And it's, it's great to hear. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, um, I also want to let you know that I also, uh, my previous job, I did have to leave. And mainly it was also because of my manager, you know, the old, that old chestnut, you don't quit your job. You quit the, uh, you quit the manager. Um, and that's what I had to do. And, uh, you know, I appreciate your forthrightness there, sir. And, uh, and your candor. Oh, well, thank you, Malty. That, that was very um, heartfelt. What? That was the same. No. He's doing, he's, can, yeah, but, he's stealing my identity and, and my words. Uh, but I mean, but didn't you feel like, I, I mean, I, I could, by his tone and everything, I felt like he meant it. No, I was uh, very honest. I, I still feel like if, if, if someone says something that you agree with, you don't have to just completely echo them. Well, I mean, like, well, well, okay, well, what was I supposed to say there if, uh, if my, my response happens to be, you know, exactly the same as, as your response right there? I mean, how, you know, that's just what, uh, what I was feeling right at that moment. I mean, I guess I, I wouldn't respond, or I, I just nod emphatically while that person was talking. Well, look, I don't want to be like... like I'm, I don't want to be sitting over here like I'm uh, some kind of, you know, <laughs> like my head's on a piston just going back and forth like a bobblehead. That's come on. I'm uh, I'm, I'm well, multi. I just I tell you like it is. I, that's exactly what I want. I'll, I'm more than happy to be the piston bobblehead guy. So uh, how about you, okay. you? You say the next thing, whatever it is. And I'll just okay. you all. Know, yeah, I'll let. I'll let, uh, thank you for letting me say the next thing, and I'm, I'll, I'll say it emphatically and just go right ahead here. Um, it's going to be original, okay? Yeah. And, okay. yeah, uh, okay, okay. And uh, cool. basically, if you're, uh, oh, if you're a piston head, that's just going to make you a yes man, you know? And that's, uh-huh. you know, you don't want to be hiring yes men at a job. Mm. Not that I want to be involved in your interview or anything. Maybe there's two positions, but that's what I'm saying. If it's a competition, this guy sounds like a yes man. Yes man. Hmm. Oh, yeah. are you going to... Do you want to respond to that, or you think that, do you think that labels you accurately? Well, I've been nodding very emphatically. Uh, yeah. I am a yes man, but pistons can also be stationary. And hmm. I think when, it, when a piston stopped, when I'm not nodding, when I'm not yes anding, we're not mm. yesing, rather. And I think that's you know, it's an implied no. Hmm. Really? Uh, you can, you can, you can, uh, you know, detracting people, it just, it just breaks them down. And I, I think if we, you know, be constructive, yes, yes, the parts you like. And then if you uh, don't, the other parts you don't hmm. like, you know, they won't get traction, hopefully. Uh so what, so what I'm saying, uh, if you, if you, just another hypothetical for the job, job interview type of question. If I, if I, if I'm, if I'm coming in and I got lunch for everybody and you ordered a meatball sub and I say to you, and I say to you, Hey, did you get this veggie on wheat? I mean, what are you going to do in that instance? Did well, you get veggie I'm... on wheat? You'd ask me specifically? Well, I guess I'd have yeah, I mean, to you know, just not, I have to not react. Yeah, I have you're gonna st- you're gonna stare at me. Yeah. Okay. Like a vegetable would. I mean, I guess my shoulders can go up and down like a piston. Like oh. A, oh. Mm. Mm. 
Okay, yeah, I see what you're doing. That's the a lot of lot of movement in your in your shoulder work there. Ooh. Yeah. For pneumatic. Yeah. It's you know what he's got me there. He's probably uh just uh, an all candor and honesty. I definitely can't beat that kind of shoulder work that you got going on. Out of curiosity, what would you, what would you do, Multi? What I do? Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, I would certainly I would eat the veggie sandwich. You'd eat the wrong dish that you didn't order. That's somebody else's dish. Yeah, Multi, you got to stand up for yourself, Multi. Yeah, I I, I have a, I have a problem with that. And I don't know. I just figured you if if you're asking me, then you that's probably what you want me to eat. Oh, oh Malty. Malty, you should have, you, you know what, you wouldn't have lost any points if you'd said the shoulder thing again. You should have just, oh, oh you know what, now I feel bad. <laughs> I, I, I would have said something if you said piston shoulders specifically. Yeah, oh, you would have, you wouldn't have accepted that as the answer. I would have, I would have had to speak up. Yeah. So just, would you, 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 you wouldn't hire Malty at this point? You don't think now keep in mind, okay, in response to that question, Malty does have the same resume as you. So how is your how do you feel about hiring Malty? Uh, I think Malty if I I mean, hey, this is an assembly line job. If Malty can mimic me perfectly on the assembly line, then I say hire both of us. Hey, uh I appreciate that a lot. Um, uh, I just, I also was wondering, I mean, are you, were you impressed at, uh, about, you know, um, my, my, my tenure, my tenure at, uh, you know, UC where I studied pistons for, for three and a half years. And I, and also, um, you know, in high school, I was on the, 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 uh, the, the piston discovery team that, you know, did, were you impressed by any of that at all? Yeah. Were you impressed by that? Uh, I, I didn't know, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even think about your resume being the same as mine, but, uh, you know, I went to that same school and I didn't see, uh, huh. in, in the lunchroom in the, in the lab and the, on the practice assembly line. Did you, I don't know. How, how'd you do that? Same, go, same year, complete go, overlap. Go, go fighting assembly lines. Oh, he, he seems to know the, uh. He seems to know the chant for the school. That seems like pretty good ev evidence that he was there. Yeah, but I, I, I can't dispute that he went to the school. I, I, the only part I'm disputing is that he went through the assembly line assembly line with me. Oh. That's what we call it the curriculum with the assembly line. Yeah, we call it we called it the old assembly line. Was what the, we called the curriculum. An old old professor assembly line. Um. He was, he was, the, he taught me everything I know. Well, I mean, he seems to have very vivid, viv, vivid, uh, you know, ability to reminisce about the old alma mater. Professor assembly line. It was the worst professor I ever had. Oh, that's a real professor at the school. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, wow. his, uh, it's his apartment. Wow. I I was I was sure I was just just to let you know I was sure that I had figured it out that that you know Malty was just making things because Professor Assembly Line it's like literally that must have been the first thing on his head but it's I guess that that, that professor really exists 
but he, 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 well, yeah, he exists. He's a nightmare. All, his hmm. pass failure rate, like highest dropout rate. You said you liked him. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like a challenge, you know, but he, uh. I, I agree that he's horrible in the sense that uh, definitely he, he put me through the, the ringer. Yeah, that part of the assembly line is rough. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in particular, mm-hmm. the part of the assembly line that we were looking for you to uh, work on here at Piston Industries was the, you know, the rough part of the assembly line, with, where mainly where you're dealing with the, the sandpaper aspects of the assembly line. Abrasions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you Those know, are I, all I, abrasions. I, yeah. I, I mean, I think... If I can just wear headphones on this job, I'm still in camp higher, higher multi. Uh, I'm, I'm, I still think he's lying. I still think he's a thieving, you know, hey, low down, we, no good we were, oh, of the society. But, we reminisced. We reminisced together about old times. We had opposite opinions that then somehow you came 180 degrees off. Uh, yeah. Well, one thing's for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna make sure those pistons go 180 degrees on this assembly line. That would break them. Malt, yeah. you can't, sir, yeah. you oh. can't give him a leadership position. I mean, yeah. honestly, you'd be within your rights not to trust him at all. I'm still advocating for some rehabilitation here. Hey, you know, you got to get a sense for, you know, whether the uh, the pistons can handle that 180 degree turn. You know what I mean? You got to put them through the, the, the testing phase when you've got them on your assembly line. Huh. You see, I feel like whenever I do these job interviews, I learn something. Because I didn't know that. You know, Malty, I think, uh, you know, that the hexagonal pistons are just twice as efficient as Ooh. the circular ones. And so if we come oh. to this plant, we could really make them more efficient, oh. right? Um, I'm going to agree with you. Aha! Oh. Uh-huh. Hexagonal uh-huh. pistons are what? They're a myth. We tried it. I've never seen so much blood. We are sticking with oh. the circular pistons for a reason. Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's true. I've, I've never heard of hexagonal pistons before, and I just thought, you know, uh, it sounded like a real thing, so I went along with it. Yeah, I oh, feel like we've kind of switched roles. You're yes-anding, and now I'm, I'm, I'm being sneaky and backstabby, what? and I don't know how I feel about this. Oh, that's, that's how I... Oh, that's almost certainly why I walked right into that one. Uh, yeah, I feel like I was, you know, set up. Yeah, well, I, I tried well, to set you up, and I feel dirty. Yeah, and not the good dirt well, of piston grease. No, the yeah, the bad dirt of the uh, you know, like the refuse that is brushed off via the sandpaper mechanisms. Yeah, the, the iron shavings mm. and you know, I whatever see, grit from sandpaper. Is. Yeah, I feel like we're we're hitting the metaphors more accurately here now. I think we uh, earlier we got we were crossing them with the skulls. Uh, if we hmm. just stick to the assembly line, I think we're really banging on all pistons. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Nothing beats a good piston metaphor. Uh, yeah, I agree. Are you um? Are so uh? Are you are you guys just gonna keep growing out, or am I gonna am I fired or or whatever? Not hired. 
Uh, well, I think I should leave it out. I mean, oh, oh. well, oh. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I mean, as far as I can tell, he did go to the same school, so his resume is accurate. You know, so I mean, you know, based on your own resume, would you want, um, you know, to be partners with Multi on the uh, the assembly line? Well, I guess. I kind of take up a problem with the with the situation. I would never make a hire no hire decision purely based off a of resume. It's, it's interviews like this that really inform my final decision. Hmm. Um, How have I been doing? I feel like we got to know each other. This is still my you decision because I I, I find you very irritating, Multi. I'm not going to lie. I, I think I don't know that you're Whoa! a good culture fit. But I like I like your work ethic. I like your uh, your uh, indomitability. What? You know, you, you're not hard to beat down. What do you think I'm annoying? Hey, oh, I'll I have... really fixed it on that part, did you? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm I, I'm gonna tell you a thing or two now. Hey, hey, buddy. Uh, this isn't my normal voice. All right, this is this was caused what? by a. Yeah, oh yeah, buddy. This was caused by a wind, a windpipe accident. Um, you know, back when I was playing, playing the windpipe at the UC high school band, and it got caught in my throat, and and you know, oh. so hey, it's a, it's a, what do you call it? Not something you should be commenting on, fella. Buddy, I mean, fella. Well, I'm, I am sorry. I said you were annoying, but mm. I, I never said it was because of your voice. Hey. Well, what could possibly be about? Hey, you look, you call my face, you call my face annoying? Well, I, I, I think what it's more to do with the, uh, the, the mimicry and stealing. Oh, oh yeah. That is, that would be troubling. Hey, hey, I, wait, I thought we got to the bottom of that. I did go to the same school as you. I wasn't, my, you know, we had the same professor. It's still just the uh, the the rephrasing and restatement of things I said. Well, I mean, whether or not we agree, it's 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 annoying. Hey, hey, I hey, you know what? I well, you know what? I would take a veggie sandwich bullet for you, okay? So that's that's where I'm at. But now, but now everything I thought and believed is shattered. That is, I think, the worst metaphor we've had today. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't that like a, a veggie sandwich. I mean, uh, it's kind of bullet shaped, right? No, is that wrong? Like a submarine sandwich, like a giant like yeah. artillery shell shape. Yeah, I yeah, you know, like uh, the bull the bullet is. Uh, I you know, I'm assuming no one really wants to eat a veggie sandwich, but if it's if someone's got to do it, I'm your man. I guess that's Put true. I, I, I prefer a meat sandwich, but. I don't know that. I guess I, I'm not sure how much to value uh, that level of self-sacrifice. Put me on the, put me on the front line, Sarge. Send me, send me out there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, storm the enemy, and they can, they can <laughs> force all the veggie sandwiches on me that they want. But, uh, but uh, that's that's the kind of the kind of guy I am, Sarge. Hmm. Is that the kind of guy you want to hire? I don't know. Is that what we do here? 
Oh, I, I mean, going to war. I mean, I like to look at the, uh, you know, the field of, um, you know, the market for the competition of these assembly line pistons. I mean, that's, that's a, yeah. it is, it is a minefield out there. It's rough. For sure. Yeah. If you, if you took a mine for me, multi, I mean, that might be a little mine. more valuable. Like a, do you, uh, wait, would that, be, would that be, would a mine be more like one of those, uh, like, like a fresh baked oven cookies that they, that they sell at the subway shop sometimes? If you took one of those for me, I, I, that'd be a bad thing actually. Cause I want that. Yeah. Everybody wants those. Like, um, also, uh, the the metaphor of the mine. Are you don't uh, is it a business mine? You know, like a like you know, it's it's difficult right. to sell pistons in Milwaukee, sort of mine. Uh, I was thinking like a, like a literal landmine. Like, I got like you know the, the the cliche of like I throw myself on a grenade to protect you, but in this case, it's a mine. Oh, oh, okay. I was just confused because the. Um, business manager Ed was saying that uh, you know that the the the, the business is is like a land, it's like a minefield, you know. And um, I see. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I was just alternating back and forth between the two metaphors, like a piston mine. A lot of mines use pistons as a, as detonators. Oh, is that true? I didn't. I uh oh man, I really need to read that. I think I skipped that chapter in my uh, in the textbook regarding hexagonal pistons and uh, mine piston work. Well, somehow, somehow, Malty, you've you've convinced me that you didn't steal my resume. It just it's a weird. Somehow, we're like two two ships at night who have been going side by side the whole time yeah. and has never seen each other. Yeah. Did did uh uh did you uh did your date um run out of you during prom like mine did? Yeah. Oh my god, no, I, you are my brother. I feel I feel like we have we have a connection you and I. Do you do you also have a circular piston shaped birthmark on your left hip? Oh my god. Right um I, you know what? I have it on both hips, actually. Oh my gosh! So, I, yeah, mean, it's like I'm, I'm mirrored, but also not mirrored. Of that you. must mean we're two of a triplet, and you're in the middle one. Oh, what? Or I was. Sir, <laughs> Mr. Interviewer, I'm sorry I didn't yeah. ask your name, but. Oh, my name. My name's Ed. Uh, oh yeah. Do you I'm have sorry, a birthmark on your right hip? Oh. Uh, well, I guess, you know, we've been talking so long that it, it has become from Thursday to Friday, and now it is casual Friday. Um, so I guess that's okay that I lift up my shirt here. And uh, I mean, you can just tell me. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. It's the, I mean, my, it's my, a perfect my match. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is a perfect, it is a perfect match. Yeah, as you can see, it is, it is not a piston, but it is the, you know, like socket thing that a piston goes into yeah yeah wow this whole time i have two brothers and i didn't even know no oh oh i i feel like you know what you know why you know why now that i'm looking at this resume you know why it looks so similar is that this is actually it's actually the same as my resume too oh we we were three ships in the night Sitting side by side by side, just not even knowing. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. 
And I guess Malty's the middle ship because he's got the two pistons. Yeah, I yeah. Guess, like, I don't. I mean, I, we don't have to dig into the metaphor like that, but that's okay. <laughs> but, I, this is one. I mean, you guys, since it is Casual Friday, why don't I go out? I've, you know, this is when we order sandwiches for everyone. Uh, so but it, it's the middle of the night, but they, you know, they're they're open still. You guys, you guys interested? As long as it's not a veggie sandwich. Oh, but what? Oh boy. Well, it might, it might just be. You know, I don't know that we should write it off. You know. We should always be willing to jump in front of a veggie sandwich. I'd do anything for for siblings, I guess. Oh, great! I'm gonna get the uh, just anyway. As I'm putting my shirt back on, I'll tell you I'm gonna get the meatball sub. Yeah, because oh, that one's delicious. Yeah, I'm gonna order the meatball. I'm. I don't. I. I don't want vegetables. I want meat balled up in ball form. That's. That's what I'm getting going for. I want I want a a foot long with with ham, turkey, and just lettuce. That's it. Mm. No, nothing else. Excellent. Three of a kind. All right. Well, it's uh, oh oh my goodness. There's an alarm. There's an alarm going off here. There's a there's a pile up on the oh on the conveyor belt. I gotta go fix it. Yeah. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> it's there's the other alarm going off. Oh. You. Oh. Yeah. You might. It. It requires someone to someone to sacrifice themselves to oh. fix the conveyor belt. Uh oh. Well. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I, I waited the prerequisite amount of time to see if someone else would do it, and no one did. So I guess that means no, it's me. I was waiting the prerequisite amount of time, too, but you just volunteered, so I guess it is you. Well, if you want to volunteer, I'm not going to stop you. Well, I was... was I, I'm not going to stop you. Hmm. Sounds like a conundrum. Maybe we should just both sacrifice ourselves. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, maybe we should both sacrifice ourselves. No, no, I don't. Why did I have to copy you? Yeah, well, here, oh. here I go. I'm putting my first oh, my. foot into the... Oh, oh no! The oh, no! You're being chopped <laughs> up like the vegetables in a veggie sandwich! Yeah, you're looking like a right meatball over there. Oh, God! Oh, just I'm, turn my no. bones into pistons. Okay, I mean, I, I would if I'm not... If I wasn't going to also sacrifice myself, too. Oh, good. Here I go. Oh, God, no. This is horrible. Oh, boy. This is this is awful. I'm uh, I'm actually pretty glad I didn't go uh, do all that paperwork for hiring you because it would, uh, I'm talking to, of course, a pile of guts. Me, and I, I'm your I'm your oh. secretary. Sorry, oh. I'm thinking, I've been I've been taking notes this whole time for, for Perfect. the record. Perfect. What I was just saying, and uh, you can put these in my records, is that uh, yes. those two fine they're two fine young men um, who sac- they sacrificed themselves today uh, for our company. Um, I was just saying that I'm glad I didn't complete the paperwork, so I won't have to be filling out any sort of 
you know, compensation for employee no. dying. Yes. And uh, you know what? Um, what are, are you feeling? You feeling like a sandwich? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty peckish. Oh. All this violence yeah. really, you know, my uh, it's, it's worked up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I feel like that too. And um, you know what? I, even though you, you, you had a mix up today, I feel like with these resumes, um, because. Blaming me? Yeah. I think you went one too many times to the Xerox copier. Okay. Well, uh, I think that about does it. Uh, I, I quit. You know, you don't quit your job. You quit your manager. Oh. And uh, oh. this, this, this blame game is, oh. uh, I'm, I'm sick of it. Oh, man. I, I, yeah, I think I really messed up here. I did. I did a poor job of that. Uh, before you leave, could you, could you schedule like maybe some um, some job interviews some sec for some sec. Oh, look, I'm going to need secretaries and I'm going to need, um, you know, conveyor belt fixer guys. Yeah. Okay. I I can do that. Oh, okay. Good. Other, otherwise, I mean, you know, you, as you know, I'm, I'm lost without you. Well, good. Good luck, I guess. I should have thought of that before you, you know, were super rude and demeaning to me. Yeah. Well... Yeah, I mean, I don't really think think very far ahead because, you know, when it comes to being a piston man, your 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 mind goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, but never ahead. Oh, why does every man in my life use that piston man excuse? It is, you know what? It is rather a. Uh, if we're going to get into it, since you're not my secretary anymore and this isn't sexual harassment, it is a bit of a, oh, a, a sexual. Yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't want to. It is. It is. It is. It's, it goes in and I don't know. It's what we do. It's on my mind. Sorry that I had to bring that well, up. Well, I guess uh, you're right. I can't file harassment charges. So um, I'm just going to you know, make sure I get this paperwork and I'll right. warn all my friends away. Uh, well. Oh, I guess that seems fair. And I will and I will cancel your sandwich. Oh. Looks like I'll be eating cold soup again. Mm. Hey. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I thought I that was great. Seen with a good martyrdom. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, but they, yeah, but they did it for, they didn't do it for the right person, I suppose. Uh, they didn't even do it for the job. Like, like, did you hire me yet? <laughs> yeah. Aw. Poor guys. They, yeah, they bonded and then the hiring guy was still a jerk. <laughs> you were my brother. Yeah. Aw. Uh, <laughs> and that's capitalism see. for you, kids. Oh, that is capitalism. Endlessly, endlessly. <laughs> yeah, held a mirror up to society. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then and and and, if, and society just can't take that. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Do you um have any other art stuff or anything you want to promote or talk about that you that you've done? <laughs> Um, I guess the only thing 
I have that's worth promoting in the sense that people go to actually find it is I have a YouTube channel. Um, the, the handle is Fohamner, uh, F-O-E-H-A-M-N-E-R. It's mostly Let's Plays, but uh, lately it's been sketch comedy. I do, I do uh, like one or two five to seven minute sketches every three months, roughly. <laughs> one to two. Oh, look, yeah. Uh, it started in COVID times, so they're all heavily green screened and it's fun to watch or not fun to watch the early ones, the not so good green screen. Oh, I, I opened it and then I was listening to two of your voices at the same time for a second there, but that won't oh, that's, that's so distracting. <laughs> uh, hey, that's cool. Yeah. And do, hey, how do you do that? How do you do the sketches? What do you do to write those? Um, you or what? Yeah. Know. Yeah. I just kind of sit down and write them, I guess. Like, so I have, Whenever I get like an idea, I write it down. And then when I feel like I'm in a mood to write, I'll start to write it. And then, and then I'll try uh, and figure out like while I'm writing, after like I write the first draft, like what kind of sketch it is. Like, is it um, like an like a absurd person in a weird world? Or would it be better as like a commercial parody? Or would it be like, uh, my, lately my favorite kind of sketch because they're so easy to write and I'm so lazy is a, uh, I call them name the game sketches. Like uh, on, on SNL, it'd be like a 30 second sketch where it just comes up and the announcer goes, and now a jogger from 1985. And it's just like Andy Sandberg, like, <laughs> pet rocks. He basically just get the voice, you get three jokes and you get an outro. And that was the frozen yeah. caveman lawyer or whatever. So there's so easy to write. So basically I, 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 I have crappy ideas and then I try to write them and then, uh, you know, hopefully they come up with a form that makes sense. That's the hard part though, for me though, it's like, if I write it this way, if I write it this way, like which way is the best way for this idea? And I don't have an answer for that yet. Oh, well, I think it's, I, just I mean, finished... it depends on each thing I would imagine. Right. Totally. Yeah. Like, well, it's funny. Um, I, tonight actually is my last class of a, of a sketch class I'm taking. And, uh, he'd give us an assignment and I would write a sketch of the assignment, like to, to write it in a certain like format like this is the commercial parody. This is the game show parody, whatever. Um, and I felt like for two or three weeks of the class, uh, the, the next week I could write an assignment, I'd write a sketch and it would fit better for the following week's format. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, all of these, uh, sometimes these go through a lot of rewrites. Like I, like for this week's assignment, I actually, I literally wrote like four separate sketches um, just because well, they're not completely separate, but like I wrote a sketch, like, ah, I don't like it. So I started from page one. So like, they're all pretty different, but you can follow like an evolution between them kind of. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's, it sounds um, like you're doing a lot of work if you're writing so much. That's a lot of, sounds it, like a lot of writing to me. It is a lot of work. I mean, still easily like the writing is less work than, uh, the editing, <laughs> uh, yeah. editing is the most work than probably writing and then probably filming. Although realistically, I should maybe switch filming and writing. I should be more careful and exact with my filming. <laughs> but I, I don't. I'm I'm self-taught, so I'm, tra- I'm still trying to learn what makes good uh, film. Like what camera angles are good. Like when do you cut that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's a good learning experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a whole. I mean, that's a whole. That's why there's like 
multiple people doing that job like right <laughs> you have like, in, the dp who's just in charge of filming you have the director you have the editor they're all three different people often <laughs> cinematographer right yeah 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 oh my God. i mean i i have a problem where i don't like i don't like directing but i am also very opinionated which means hmm. uh i just want to do everything myself because i have complete control that way but it's not uh, it's not like sustainable yeah yeah Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The we I should just get into you, puppets. That's the easiest thing. Hmm. Would you think so? I bet no, there's tricks really. there. You gotta <laughs> yeah. make the puppets. You gotta sew back the, and sew their eyes back on. So a lot of these sketches are written with like no concern for like budget or feasibility. And so sometimes like, oh yeah, if I was actually gonna make this sketch how the heck would I do it? Like maybe I could try like a robot chicken thing where I just like hold a puppet in front of a camera and do voiceover. I don't know. How cheesy is too cheesy? And I don't know the answer to that question. Hmm. Oh, I think it depends what you're doing it for. I mean, there's totally. been stuff on like, on like, you know, like on adult swim that is complete. I mean, you know, whatever production yeah. wise is complete garbage, you know? So it's yeah. like, I don't think it really matters. There's yeah. At this point, people but, like, you know, yeah. My teacher had a really good example because um, one of he, he wrote for a sketch group called The Midnight Show. And one of their members is a current or ex SNL writer. And she um, wrote a sketch for SNL. And they said, we don't have the budget to make this sketch. Like it requires a time machine and a car crash. Like there's no way we're making this sketch. And so I guess the way SNL kind of works as writers is you, you like write solid for like two months and you get like a month off or so roughly. And so she came back to LA for her off months and with them, they made it for like, like, like a couple hundred dollars, like for the car crash, they just used like, um, like trick photography kind of to show like the car stopping and like a close up of her face that they threw like smashed up CD cases into gently to sh and in slow-mo to show like broken glass kind of stuff. And then for the time machine, they just had a cardboard box with the word time machine written on the yeah. side. Like it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I, hmm, that's, that's, that's definitely like the, I think the SNL people thought that because they would, they, they would yeah, they were thinking about it at a certain production level. That's like, it doesn't really yeah. need that. I have no idea totally. how that, they work. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll check out your, I, and I'll, oh, also, yeah. Um, cause I casted you as a character in one of my sketches and then yeah. you weren't able to do it. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. I'll yeah, I'll still send you that link when we ha we don't have it up on YouTube. Please. Like, yeah, I didn't want to do the editing of it, so that's why. Um, <laughs> uh, that's what happened. Um, I think yeah. I cast. I, actually... I do a sketch every three months. A month and a half of that, at least, is me editing usually, because I do like oh my God. an hour or two a week. <laughs> I just work slowly. Yeah. Oh, I've never edited anything, but I've done like various video projects, and I'm just like the editing sounds like the work. The yeah, that just sounds like a lot of work. I mean, it's, it's tedious, but it's also like, I, I don't want anyone else to do it. Cause it's like, it's, you, it's like your final say, like, it's really how you get your stamp on it. I, uh. I think I'd like it more if I had more confidence that I was making good choices and not like mm. experimental choices. I think you also, uh, I will always think about, maybe this is also because I'm just someone who talks fast, but I like, I would mm. limit the amount of I mean, if, if you're doing it that way, like the, like trying to sharpen it up by putting less pauses and things and, you know, and just make it go like, mm. like a faster back and forth. 
I don't yeah. know. That's a good. Uh, way it's to think funny. About one it. of the first things I edited, uh, I was really happy with the pacing, and then we got some feedback that it was too fast. And I disagree with the feedback, but the masses have spoken. Hmm. Hmm. So it's, really? It's, it's, a, it's a. I mean, I don't know how. I guess I could show you. Maybe it is too fast. I don't know. Or maybe people just want something different. It was um. It was like a. Do you know the TV show MXC that aired like in the early 2000s? It yeah. Was like a, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, it was like that. We took a bunch of sports clips from like this this Norwegian diving competition, and then we dubbed over like sports announcers on it. And so it's like going dive, 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 like whatever the frequency was. Some people were like we needed like uh, more like time to understand the joke before it moved on to the next one. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. my strategy, my strategy is like. I don't, I never ever want to wallow in a bad joke. So I just want to move yeah. on to the next one. Like if you like that joke, you know, rewatch it. It's great. <laughs> I, I was, I've, I, I've never thought that, but I, or, or until I, I was watching the new mystery science theater three thousand, you know, oh, yeah. and, and yeah. Um, I, I've, I watched one that I liked, but then I watched another one and they were just going so rapid fire with the jokes that I was That's like, a really good I mean, point. I feel the same way. The movie was the movie was kind of like that though, but mm. it didn't it didn't matter. I was like, I can't I can't I can't. It's just, it's just not the way they're doing it. It's just, there's not enough time to like kind of process any of this right. or enjoy it. Or it's also Part like. Yeah, I wonder how much of it is just like the style. Like that's just what's popular now. Because like I agree with you, I don't like it, but maybe the kids do. The youth, I don't know. The super rapid fire or the of the MST three. Yeah, the rapid, yeah, maybe yeah. The the youth kids like rapid fire stuff. Now the people who would actually like watch a sketch on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you watch the things on YouTube, and there's just like constant, constant uh, jump cuts. You know, just to get rid of. I don't know. Are I they getting rid of pauses? Yeah, I think they're just getting rid of pauses a lot. But even like TikTok, like minute long stuff now, like, like, or like if I go back, like if I watch old SCTV or SNL sketches, they're like seven minutes long and they feel interminable. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe this and the, the yeah. way is just SC, faster. SCTV sometimes I'm like, there's nothing happening in this sketch. Are you, are you guys going <laughs> to get to something? It's it's almost like in some old bad films when like in real time you watch someone like walk out of a room into their car and like drive to the next location. You're like, just cut, cut. Yeah. Yeah. I love. Yep. That's too bad. Sometimes There's I do no wish right there answers is the problem. All this yeah. style. I don't know what the best or right or good style is. There probably there probably isn't. You probably just have to. Someone's going to give, I mean, that's what, sometimes what I think about, like with improv, like feedback, like sometimes mm. the, the teacher or whatever, they're just in a position and they're like, they have to say something to you. You like, you know, like yeah. they, they, they <laughs> might've liked it, but they're going to, they have to say something. Right. So it could, it could sound, you know, like uh, criticism or whatever, but you know, if they're, if, you, if they're, that's what they're there to do. That's a good point. I, I mean, Maybe I'm being hypocritical here or contradictory to what I just said, but I also always do want criticism. Um, I, I no no feedback is a little unsettling because I guess I, I, guess I don't have the confidence to believe that uh, there isn't something that needs changing that you're just not telling me. Ah, uh, they're like, oh, this is perfect. You've created the perfect yeah. work of art. Yeah, like no, no, I didn't. <sighs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't think I've seen. 
seen any like you know from a friend or whatever doing something fun like that's entirely beyond criticism like i think that's right i mean nothing and even even nothing i don't think i've seen anything period that's beyond criticism you know, there's there's got there are movies you really really like, and like this is this is really really good. Uh, you can probably I can probably find something. You could find at least one thing, I think. But yeah, like I uh, I think I give a I give ten out of ten to Galaxy Quest, which doesn't ah. is a perfect movie, but you know it's quite good. Like I don't really have any notes for it. <laughs> like it's good enough. Like don't bother changing it. Hmm. The casting's all good. You wouldn't change the casting. You like the tool man? You think the tool man's uh, right for the role? I mean, in hindsight, knowing now what I know, <laughs> I, I think he does a good job, though. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who I'd swap He's him out for. Yeah. As a, as a performance, it is good. As a person, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sigourney Weaver's an interesting I, I choice. I would cast him with uh, Kevin Spacey, for sure. Oh, that's <laughs> wrong. What? You know, weirdly, I bet Kevin Spacey could do it. I bet he could. <laughs> he, he's he's not that broad. He doesn't do broad stuff like that. Not really. Ah, let's see. That's a good point. Who would I play in <laughs> case of? I have a list on my phone yeah. of actors who are vaguely similar, and like the joke of this list is if uh I would if I would pay money to see them remake Face Off every single year with each of these pairs of actors. Not that not that Nicolas Cage or John Travolta look alike, but for some reason no. in this list, I have to have people who look vaguely similar. And I can't emphasize enough how vague it is. Like I have, I have um, Anthony Hopkins and Malcolm McDowell, John Mulaney and Hugo Weaving, Jeremy Irons and Christopher Lloyd. Oh, it's a long list, I'm gonna read all of it, but just a bunch of random people who I don't even hmm. remember. Like. I feel like Google half of these people on this list because I must have just seen them at one point. You're like, oh, is that, is that, uh, is that Ralph Fiennes? And it's like, oh no, it's Jonathan Hyde. So apparently, like, on the list they go. <laughs> hmm. All of them are dead. Like Eli Wallach and Dustin Hoffman. Eli Wallach was the ugly from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. It it is too bad that from what you're saying that the movie face off isn't something like Romeo and Juliet where almost every actor has done it, or it's just continuously a thing that's redone. It'd be so good. Perennial. Yeah. My favorite fact of that movie is, uh, Nicholas Cage finished shooting con air that day. And then he showed up on the set of face off and they started filming. And the first scene they start shooting in the script, he and John Travolta are already supposed to have had their faces swapped. So before they've acted as themselves, they're acting like how they think the other person is going to act. <laughs> it's just like, it's so bananas. That is, yeah. Ah, well, I, you know, I, I think Nicolas Cage can handle that, though. He's, oh yeah, he's totally. A, he's, he, I, he, I, he, I think he's a fantastic actor and, and definitely gives like, his full effort into roles like every single time, even if it's total trash. I don't know if I'd say he's a fantastic actor, but he is so committed that I will, you know, I'll watch him do anything pretty much. It's kind of like, uh, Martin Short is the same way for me. Like he's, I'd say over Hmm. 50% of Martin Short movies aren't great, but I generally like his performance, if not his character in them. Clifford. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's, that's the, probably the biggest worst example. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst example of what I am saying. Uh, the biggest is, counter argument. <laughs> you nailed it, though. You're right about the commitment because he is, even in like, I watched him and he's like in Curb Your Enthusiasm for like a minute or something like oh. as, a, as a cameo. And it seems like he's, he is like fully there and he's doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Commitments, that's all about. Like, I think that's, I mean, maybe, maybe that's kind of, maybe what I was kind of hedging when I said, like the thing I want to do in improv out of COVID is physicality. It's, it's, it's just being compelling through intention, which I guess I treat synonymously with commitment. Hmm. Just, I just want to be more committed because I'm still, I still have enough, uh, like fear and pride type shame type things. I got to get rid of, I just got to commit and look like an idiot. And that's, and that's where the comedy is. Hmm. You, you do those exercises where you just make weird noises and like slap around on stage and stuff, right? Organic openings? <laughs> Sound and motion? I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. That's what I feel I, like. I was, I, was thinking, I was thinking about that today. Like what is the one to just loosen up and like you're literally being a weirdo in front of people. I, yeah, I guess I don't do that on stage so much, but like, I guess, I mean, I, I drop characters really quickly. Like I'll go out there and I'll do a bad English accent for three lines and I'll just kind of drop it. It's like, no, commit to your bad English accent. <laughs> like it yeah. doesn't matter. The accents are just hard to keep. They're just, they just, they yeah. wander away. I kind of stopped doing them, at least intentionally. I think unintentionally, I still sometimes slip into like a Southern or vaguely English kind of thing, but I don't, unless I'm doing like a Western, I very rarely intentionally do an accent anymore. I do voices, yeah. not accents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I still feel compelled to do them and it's, well, it, I definitely, I, mean, I definitely <sighs> hit it hard at first and then kill. slide away. Yeah. They, they, if you're good like, at if it. You do, if you do a funny French accent, I've, n I've almost never seen it not work. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> What's not to like? <laughs> oh, crikey! It's a big one. Let's poke it in the butt and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> crikey! Yeah, that's the you got to start off with crikey. Otherwise, where? Yes, you like, need those. Uh, uh, certainly for voices too. You need those like phrases to get into them. Like my my Christopher Walken. My phrase is a uh, oh, Google Doc. Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Is a is a and document in it. <laughs> I can't yeah. do that. <laughs> Just, I have my resume in a Google Doc. <laughs> I guess, I, guess oh, I can check that. Helpful. Do I do I need a Macintosh to use the Google Doc? <laughs> 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 uh, Macintosh. Christopher, Christopher Walken. I'm walking here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Christopher Walken's uh, oh. a different level of commitment. Cause like I'll watch him do anything too, but I can't quite put my finger on what makes him so compelling. It's like a more, it's more uh, like subdued level of commitment, I guess. It's less uh, outrageous. Like Jim Carrey, like I don't know that I like Jim Carrey that much as a performer, but I respect him as a performer. Oh yeah, well he's, he, I mean he definitely puts the energy in there, like whether yeah. you like him or not. I, right, I think exactly. uh, Christopher Walken is like smoldering, right? He's like he's like yeah like. Like on the inside, there's like things burning. Yeah. 
he's just in i think it's one of his earliest performances in like uh annie hall where he's just like the crazy brother um but yeah i mean (laughs) basically it's like he's just a crazy person and then like um whatever his name is 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 freaked out by him so it's like because he just seems like he's like a little bit of a psycho right it's the way he looks not his yeah I don't think mm. I've seen Hall. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a whatever. I just googled it. It's Woody Allen. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's oh, probably fine. why because Actually, people aren't revisiting it. In this I day, people aren't re- not revisiting um, Woody Allen. It's probably one of the better Woody Allen yeah. movies. It's either that one or Sleeper is probably one of the Sleeper's top ones. Good. I, I also Bananas is pretty close, near and dear to my heart. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I think that that uh, like any. Uh, well, not really. <laughs> I was gonna compare them, but uh, that one's more. Yeah, like he's like kind of borrowing from the Marx Brothers, like a lot, or he's kind of kind of tapping mm. into that with bananas and stuff. It's, but yeah, who was I just watching? Uh, uh, who who directed or who wrote um, Ishtar? Uh, famous giant flop movie. Ishtar. It was. I know I've heard of it. Elaine May. Elaine May did four movies, but they're all similarly kind of like that that era. Um. Hmm. What did she direct? Show me what she directed. I don't care about actress. The Heartbreak Kid. Ishtar. Mickey and Nikki. She co-wrote Dangerous Minds. I didn't know that. I haven't seen that one. But it's funny. They're, I think they're worth watching. Um, Tootsie. It's supposed to be good. Right, Tootsie? Which one? Tootsie? That's a good question. I haven't seen that. Netflix always pushes it on me. It could be good. Yeah. I think I was just reading somewhere that was like the best comedy ever. And I'm like, what? Tootsie what? is? The same thing Tootsie. goes for, you know, it's, you know, it's also always highly rated is Some Like It Hot, oh. which is the same... It's cross. They're cross-dressing comedies, and it's like, well, uh, real are these the best comedies of favorite, all time? My favorite cross-dressing comedy is oh yeah, something like hot. Oh, that's you're right. That's that's never gets mentioned a lot. But I really like Birdcage. Mm, oh hey, that's almost subverting it in its the way that it <laughs> is. it a cross? Are yeah. they cross-dressing? Uh, Nathan I think Lane plays a woman um, in it, right? Does he? Uh, who? Nathan. Is Nathan, Nathan Lane, Lane, yeah. Nathan Lane he's, he, he, he's a gay guy, but he's playing a woman. Right. Or, well, his, he, he's, a, he, he's, he's a gay guy in real life. He's a gay guy in the movie. And he, he cross-dresses to convince somebody that he is a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That, that, that's, yeah. That is more like, a, movie, like an, almost an, an up, like updated, more aware version of that trope. Yeah, because there's not. I'm trying to think if there's any. It, it just occurred to me that movie's co-stars Robin Williams, who's in one of the more also an equally famous uh, yes. cross-dressing movie, Outfire. <laughs> yeah, which maybe not as respectful per se, but I don't know. I, like, trans people aren't the butt of the jokes in either movie. Yeah, maybe a little in Birdcage. Uh, I don't remember all the jokes in Birdcage <laughs> or Doubtfire. That would be the one I would expect to kind of support them. I, I was just, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen any of those movies in a long time. But it is just the same, yeah. 
Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> cool. So, uh, let's see. Yeah. If if I if I write any sketches and I'm gonna if I record them online or whatever, I'll definitely think about casting you. But yeah. I I don't think I've written anything in a while. In a while. <laughs> How um, do you write your sketches? Oh yeah. So either I think of the idea, right, and then I, I write them down in a, in a notebook, um, and they just kind of if, oh, if, if I have an idea. How long are your ideas? Like, do you have like a How paragraph? Long? Like, oh, these two characters. Like, because me, I usually have like like a uh, soup detector. It's usually two words, sometimes five. Is <laughs> my whole idea. Um, I I think I I usually like it's it's something that I find funny, and then I'll like like more of the like I won't be able to write it right away because I'll be doing something else. But I'll right. And if I if I can keep playing with it, and I kind of I think of a few things. Like I'll think of a few lines and stuff, and I'm like I got I got to okay. write this down before I forget it. And, and sometimes I'm in that situation and that doesn't happen all the time. And then I, and then I just go and I write yeah. it down and I make sure I kind of hit the things I wanted to hit and, you know, put it in that format. So sometimes that just happens. I feel like Got that's it. just, you're being given it almost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you just have to be lucky enough to write it down. Um, or I, I'll also just like force myself to write and um, I'll, I'll just do like, um, just writing in my notebook, I'll have one character be a, just, like, I won't name them. They'll just be like a letter, like A says this, B says this, and just try to write for a while and mm -hmm. see if that, that leads to anything. Um, so that's kind of, kind of doing it without an idea. Uh, and yeah. Um, but I think the, well, I usually, yeah, yeah the, the, the conversation thing isn't, I, I don't think I've ever used that as a way to, write a sketch from nothing but it's, that's how i write almost all of my sketches like i go with the idea and it's like because my idea is just a two to five word joke like i, I don't i very rarely go am able to go in with like these are the beats i want to hit and so i'll just start writing and then rewriting and editing and punching up from there to actually to get actual jokes in place yeah yeah I, I, so yeah sometimes it just kind of captures my imagination you know and you'll, you'll just be like well this is this is how it should be. And you, I kind of run it over my head a couple of times. And then by the time I'm writing it, it's like, that's when I have the idea. And I think those are, I don't know. I like those ones a little bit. Those seems to be the ones I like really like, cause it's just like an idea I really like, but yeah, I think, I also think just the, the doing the thing with the names gets me in the habit of writing it down. So if the next time I do have an mm -hmm. idea, I'm more likely to, well, for one thing, I think that's how I taught myself how to put it in dialogue for like, I kind of, I'm comfortable mm. putting putting the idea in dialogue form because um, I, I also everything I write is like two characters talking like to each other so I don't write yeah. like um, I don't know like a monologue well I suppose I should try that like I was just thinking about how I could probably do that like like a monologue or something like that but um, but I don't know I just lost my train of thought as what I was saying oh yeah it gets you in the habit of being like you know, like, I don't know. I, I Like writing is so crazy. Cause it's always like, it's always like a little bit of a battle to get yourself to do it. Or at least with me, I totally identify with I that, that, you know, you're forcing yourself to do it. Um, it yeah. That's why, I, yeah. That's why I write with a notebook. I write in my notebook outside of my apartment. Um, yeah. You know, so just because you got to trap yourself into doing it is my view. Yeah. I've been writing more on my computer lately, but yeah, it's so much easier on a on a notebook. Sometimes I like having a computer handy just so I can research. 
something like if I'm if I'm doing a parody specifically, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, like what would be a funny name for like a type of airplane or something? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I, ag- I agree. Yeah. Oh, I know. Because like if you start doing that, you might go down a rabbit hole. Like I, I totally will. Yes. Whatever. Oh, now I'm surfing the Internet. <laughs> that's how I <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm that's, that's yeah. not what I'm doing. Huge problem. Yeah. But yeah, you can wa- you can I'll send you that video of the sketches I have, Please, and I'm gonna yeah. watch them. Yours, I'm gonna watch these videos. I will cast you some of mine. The problem I have with casting in mine, casting my friends, is uh, I'm loosely affiliated with my original group of improvisers back in Santa Barbara. So usually I'm just like like uh, because they're all in Santa Barbara together, it's very easy for me to just say, hey, uh, can two of you now in post COVID times get together and film a thing for me? Um, but me, if they stop doing online stuff, then I'll, you know, I'll keep doing online stuff and I will, I will cast other people and things. That's awesome. Yeah. That's nice. You have a group of man. Uh, like It makes like, me accountable. Like I just got an email today saying, Hey, how's editing going on the sketch we worked on? I go, <laughs> I have done nothing since your last email. Thank you for, you know, jabbing me. Otherwise this, I, I, you know, I wouldn't get it done. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I think, yeah, I feel like it's hard to cast people. I, I, I found that to be the hardest. I was in charge of it for some reason. It's like and I was casting <laughs> for other people's sketches. It was just hard. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. And I was, I don't know. Yeah. I had never done it. So I guess that's why it was weird. But yeah, now I feel like I guess there's some people I can ask. But anyway, right. And on here on this Ooze Bear website, like I'm on this like all the time. Um, so if you want to, like, like I said, I got, there's the Herald thing I do on Sundays. There's like, and there's like, yeah. And there's jams like throughout the week that I do. And, uh, yeah. And people have signed up for this twice. If you want to do this again, like definitely I'm, I have people, I have people until August. So, uh, cool. Uh, where can I point people to, to listen to this? If I, if, if I wanted to promote this. Oh, okay. So, the there's a, like um you can like ooze bear is also like a it's a podcast so like on my podcast app i can look up ooze bear okay and then and then this will be the most recent episode of course which is always called steve wow. Spot, it was called steve spotlight on johnny mac <laughs> and then uh also and then, and then on this website there's a there's a button for recordings too so you can listen to it on here but then i suppose you need to be on a I haven't gotten it. Um, maybe you can do it with your phone, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, so you can find it on this website too. Cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. And I'll, this is so I'll fun. Enjoy, yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> uh, so the last thing that I do here yeah. is it's called, have you listened? Did you you didn't listen to any of these, did you? No, sorry, I haven't. Nope. I was, okay. I was just excited already for a thing. <laughs> you sounded like you knew. Okay, this is called the storm off. This is called the storm off sign off. And oh. what I do is I thank you very kindly and sincerely for coming on, but then you get pissed off and tell me to fuck off, and then you get the last okay. word and you and then you ha- basically hang up or whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah I I want to let you know that I really appreciate. Appreciated you taking your time. Sorry, I'm laughing about it. Uh, uh, that you took your time to to uh, to, to improvise with me today. I had a, I had a lot of fun 
improvising with yeah. you again. And uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm super impressed with all the 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 stuff you're doing with your sketches and all the hard work you put in that. And you clearly have like a lot of knowledge about uh, different stuff. And like, um, we're able like I don't know. I was just impressed by that too. And uh, yeah, and I look forward to do, doing anything again. If you do want to work on something or got a project, that sounds super cool. And uh, and yeah, I just want to thank you so much. I can, you know, those are, those are nice words. You said you say good words, but I can hear the laughter in your voice. So I know it's not genuine. I mean, I just, you know, I just wish sometimes someone would just say what they think to my face. And I guess it's not you, Steve. And I, I don't, I shouldn't expect it from anybody, but just to have it so blatantly drawn out here, all these, these poisonous, sugary, sweet words. Like it's exactly what I want to hear somebody say. And just to know there's no, no actual meaning behind it. It's, it hurts. I, I don't think I've been hurt this bad on a podcast since since the last time I got hurt this bad. It's Aww. well, I, just, I don't want to burn a bridge, but um, fuck you, and I'll see you in hell. Whoa.